0: Well, it's good to be back. We've had a bit of a break, we've had a bit of a holiday, and uh, yeah, it's wonderful just to be back in the, in the house of the Lord. And for those that have had a bit of a break as well, I take it, it's, uh, it's been a good break as well, and we're looking forward to seeing what the Lord is going to do in this uh, season, in and through us, in and through the church. So, um, hold on for the ride, 2024. So, amen. There we go, Jess. So yeah last weekend we went here and uh Clarence preached an amazing message and uh if you weren't here and you and you haven't heard it i would recommend that you download it and listen to it beautiful message on the holy communion and so i really think it would be great that you could listen to this resource it's really really great and uh yeah it's just amazing how this uh This year has just started with with such a pace already. Um, just uh I'm reminded of a bit of a story, a bit of a humorous story. There was this preacher who got up and he preached this message, and uh straight after the message, this guy came out of the audience and came up to him and said to him, My goodness, that was an amazing message. Oh, you really did great. You've you you knocked it out of the park. That's really, really great. And then the preacher said, in his, in, his, uh, in his way, he said, no, 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 it, it wasn't me, it was the Lord. And then the guy said, no, 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 actually, if it was the Lord, it would have been better. <laughs> but 2024 started with a pace, and uh, we are really excited to see what God is going to be doing in and through the church. Um, we've been praying, uh, just taking a bit of time out praying for my family and for the family of of Sunningdale PM, and uh, really been stirred uh, with the message that I want to preach today uh, that I've entitled, Listen Carefully and Travel Lightly. And it's something that sort of stirred in my heart. Uh, We went away to Montague in uh, November, Montiki, as Merv would tell us, and uh, we had this incredible time of just spending time on this beautiful, beautiful farm just under the trees and seeking the Lord, and we prayed, and we just sought the Lord, and we strategized, and we just asked the Lord what He wanted to do uh, with us in this, in this time uh, ahead. And while I was praying and while we were there, I had this picture of a toolbox, uh, which I brought along. And uh, the picture that I saw was, was a toolbox, and inside the toolbox, it had lots of, uh, of the same thing. It had lots of screwdrivers that, that were blunt. The edges had been blunted, and they'd been worn out, and they'd been broken. And, uh, and I, I just realized, too, there are some people that, you know, they might have uh, two screw, two of these uh, toolboxes, or maybe more. And many of those tools are not getting used. Now, I think somebody is smiling up front here, which, which might uh, apply to, to him. And... Uh, some of us might think, well, you know, we can repair things with a, a bit of hanger uh, wire and a, and a pair of pliers. We can fix anything. You know, blow and a tongue, you can, you can sort it. But it's not all that, you know, you can't do that with a, with a button on a shirt. You obviously can't use blow in a and in a tongue to put a button on your shirt, can, can you? So the question that I have, and as I've been pondering on this message that I want to bring today, this message of... Uh, just uh, yeah, just listening to what the Lord is going to tell us in this in this season. Of just listening carefully, listening carefully, and and travelling travelling lightly. And so, as we consider these things that we can put in the, in the into the box, into the into the toolbox, I want to suggest that we could consider to put in Galatians five twenty two. Galatians five twenty two, which in essence is the fruit of the spirit. And Galatians 5.22 reminds us that it's love and joy and peace and forbearance and kindness and, and goodness and faithfulness, gentleness and self-control. Would it not be great that we could look at 2024 and consider to put that into our toolboxes going into this year, equipping us for this year? So tonight I want to look at quite a bit of Scripture, and I want Scripture just to interpret Scripture, and I want Scripture to wash over us, and I'm not going to apologize for using a lot of Scripture. The Word tells us that um, preaching of the Word, signs and wonders will follow the preaching of the Word, and so tonight we want to look at some Scripture and allow the Scriptures just to wash over us and to teach us. And the first Scripture I have is Luke 8, 6 to 18. And it says, no one lights a lamp and hides it in a clay jar or puts it under a bed. Instead, they put it on a stand so that those who come in can see the light. For there's nothing hidden that will not be disclosed and nothing concealed that will not be brought into the open. And Clarence alluded to sin in the camp. And invariably what often happens come the end of a year, come the end of a a year, people are fatigued and tired, and, and they drop their guard, and the enemy comes in. And so I want to encourage us that at the offset of this, if there has been, as Clarence has encouraged us to do, that we repent and move on. Jesus says, I will remove the sin as far as the east is from the west from you. You just have to repent, move on. Verse 18, continuing with this Luke scripture. Therefore, consider carefully how you listen. Whoever has will be given more. Whoever does not have, even what they think they have will be taken from them. Jesus says to his followers, and this is in Mark 4.25, Consider carefully what you hear. Consider carefully. One of my favorite scriptures is Habakkuk. Habakkuk 2 verse 1. And it says the following. It says, I will stand at my watch... And station myself on the ramparts. I will look to see what he will say to me, and to what answer I'm to give to his complaint. is it interesting that doesn't say, "I will listen to hear what I'm going to say. It says, "I will look to see what I' will say to you." At the end of last year, we had many, many wonderful Christmas lunches. One thing that Josh Jennings can do is is have a feast, man. Yo. We just had party after party. And anyway, we have this tradition where you wrap up a present and bring. And sometimes people bring this present that's wrapped up like this. It's a massive thing. Well, and I think, well, the happiness, the DB9 Aston Martin has arrived. Yeah. And then you open it up and you open it up and you open it up and you open it up. And you end up with this. Yeah. But I think in this it reminded me, and whoever gave me this book, you are here. Yeah. This is a devotion, and my Italian connection up front will say that many years ago, I used to dialogue, I used to read the Word, and I used to dialogue, I used to write down, write down what God was saying to me. Because in this Habakkuk 2, it goes on further, it says in that, after it says, you listen to your complaint, he said write down the revelation and make it clear on tablets. Write down the revelation. I don't know about you, but... I started this uh, on, the, on the 31st of December, New Year's Eve, and I don't know about you, but I can't remember what God said to me two days ago, let alone on the 1st, and I think it's good, and it's maybe something that we, we could consider in 2024, to write down the Revelation, to start dialoguing again, start listening to what the Holy Spirit is saying, start listening carefully to what God is saying to us through His Word, and then... Writing it down. Earlier we were in the prayer meeting upstairs and and somebody said we don't uh, only have to be hearers of the word, but we need to be doers of the word. And we see in God's word, he instructs us hundreds of times, not just to listen, and yes, we are called to do that and to listen carefully, but he tells us to be doers of the word. Because of the result of that, we're going, to have, we're going to get wisdom. We're going to gain knowledge. We're going to gain wisdom. We're going to get the peace of God upon our lives. We're going to have fellowship with our King. To mention just a few things paying attention. The definition of paying attention means to look steadfastly upon, to not be distracted, to take heed. How. so easily we get distracted in in this world that we live in. So distracted. The next scripture that I want to read is Matthew 6 5 to 15. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then the Father who sees what is done in the secret will reward you. And then again it says, verse 7, Not if, but when you pray, do not keep on babbling like the pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you even ask and then importantly, verse 9, we've been singing about the Lord's Prayer today. And in verse 9, it says, and this is Jesus talking, this is Jesus instructing us, that it was the disciples that said to him and asked him, Father, teach us to pray. And I know that we can probably off this this Lord's Prayer, we can recite it quickly and we can... We can, uh, we, we've can we memorized it maybe from primary school or from children's church. But I want to slow it down and read it slowly. And what I want to do, as I read the, the verse, say it after me, but under your breath. Just as, a, as an attempt to start understanding what this beautiful, beautiful verse, uh, Lord's Prayer is and it starts with our father in heaven hallowed be your name your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven let me pause there who of you would want to read this quickly to the end or maybe we already have we can off pat read this these scriptures but I think 2024 will be a year where we push pause and we meditate on the word. And even these familiar scriptures like the Lord's Prayer that we can all say off pat. 11, verse 11. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts, forgive us our trespasses. As we also forgive our debtors, those that have trespassed against us. 13, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, your Father will not forgive you your sins. This is Jesus teaching us here. This, this uh, part of Scripture the disciples said, Father, teach us to pray. And obviously these are the words of Jesus. And uh, certainly we must take cognizance of what he's saying. These are the words of the Lord. We need to listen carefully and not to just run through things and off pat say things. Not, it's not a recited prayer. The Lord's prayer is not a recited prayer. Let us remind ourselves of that. We see in the Lord's Prayer, He gives us keys. He gives us revelations for life. Maybe you could consider to take the Lord's Prayer and to put it as a screensaver on your computer. Just put it in your diary or put it on your fridge. Just something that we can meditate on and ask the Lord to speak to us through it. Because there will be revelation to come. There will be things that He's going to highlight. Even even in the familiar scriptures, even in the scriptures that we know of, Pat. When we continue meditating on them, God is going to speak to us like he has never done before. The next sort of heading that I want to be talking about is traveling lightly. And we spoke about the toolbox and what goes into the toolbox. And if you consider the, the year to come, do we have something of everything on, in there? Are we going to travel lightly? Have we got, have we got what we need and not a cluttered toolbox? So under the the issue of traveling lightly, we know that the worries of this world are going to wear us down, and in the words of Jesus, will even choke us. Areas that have become burdensome will cause our journey to come heavy and tiresome. Just some of the things that we need to be be mindful of in terms of our our traveling lightly. You see, when the uh, disciples asked Jesus about this wonderful prayer... It was simplistic. The Lord's prayer is pretty simplistic. And even when he taught us through his parables, the parables were not rocket science. They were difficult to understand. He taught us in parables. He talked about us the sower sowing the seed, and we know these scriptures. But I have a take on this, is that why do you think the Lord spoke in parables? Why did he make things simplistic? Maybe because we are doffy. And uh, for the English-speaking, it's Dorf. <laughs> so what I want to do is just quickly look at some pearls that come out of this beautiful prayer, this beautiful Lord's Prayer that He taught us to pray. And the first nugget that I want to consider is forgive us as we forgive others. And this must be one of the most difficult things in our walk with the Lord, to forgive as he has forgiven us. And maybe to unpack this and maybe to put some handles on this, on this uh, forgiving. Maybe the question will be asked, well, when do, when do we forgive? Always. And uh, the question might be asked, well, who do we forgive? Well, everyone. Our enemies, yes, including our enemies. And Why? Because the Lord said to us and commanded us that if you forgive others, if I will forgive you your sin. And he makes a mantra of that and continues to repeat that scriptures, reminding us, reminding us, forgive, walk in forgiveness. I don't know about you, but I certainly do not want to be in a position where the Lord doesn't forgive my sins. Forgive us our sins as we forgive others. We see that unforgiveness is a weighty topic. (laughs) Living in forgiveness is one of the keys for traveling lightly. Do you know that unforgiveness and criticism brings barrenness? And maybe 2024 would be a year that we stop criticizing. And maybe we start believing the best in those and, and that we do not have critical hearts. I'm told that, and so some of the fishermen amongst us will verify if this story is true. But I'm told if you put a lot of live crayfish in a big pot, you don't have to put the lid on it, because they just, as they try to get up, they just pull, pull each other down. Let us not be like crayfish and pull each other down. Let us be like Jesus and lift people up. Consider that. Consider lifting our brothers and our sisters up and believing the best for them as we enter 2024. Let us be more like Jesus. Is it easy? No. The second nugget that I want to pull out of the Lord's Prayer is, do not worry about what you will eat. And the Lord says to so us in his, in, his, uh, in his prayer, he, say, he does say that we can ask him, Give us today our daily bread. But we are reminded that God is our provider. He's our, provi- our Jehovah Jireh, and which we see is evidenced in Genesis 11:14, where God provides a, uh, a replacement. He provides a ram that's caught in the bush to replace the sacrifice. Of Isaac, God is our provider; He is our Jehovah Jireh. Luke twelve twenty two thirty two. Then Jesus said to his disciples, "Therefore I tell you, you do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or about what your about your body, what you will wear. For life is more than food, and the body more than clothes. Consider the ravens; they do not sow or reap." They have no storeroom or barn, yet God feeds them. How much more valuable are you than the birds? Who of you, by worrying, can add one single hour to your life? Since you cannot do this little thing, why do you worry about the rest? Consider how the wildflowers grow. You go up the west coast. And you see those, those wild flowers growing. Man, they do not labor. They do not spin. Yet, not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, how much more will he clothe you? You of little faith. And do not set your hearts on what you will eat or drink. Do not worry about it for the pagans run after all such things and your father knows that you need what you need of but seek first the kingdom and these things will be given to you as well God providing for our daily needs is so much more than obviously needing food on our tables and a roof of our heads, and obviously those are important. The prayer of a child is to the Father who loves and looks after when you offer your life back to Him. Jesus went to a cross, gave it all, so that we can be reconciled with the Father into eternity. We need to give back. We need to die to ourselves and offer up sacrifices to our King. Then the third nugget in this Lord's prayers, Eternity. The focus on eternity. Yours is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Somebody once said that this life is a brief burp into eternity. It's a moment, and it's gone. And we need to constantly be aware of this creator God that we serve, the God that put breath in our lungs, the planets in the earth, the planets in the skies, the sun that is 93 million miles from us, every detail, we need to realize this creator God that we serve. Man, it's so not about just the now. It's about giving ourselves to things that have eternal value. We need to contribute to storing up treasure where moth and rust do not destroy. Margot's dad was a was a godly man. Um, You guys knew Peggy. She passed uh, just before COVID. And, uh, well, I think it was God's grace that she was taking before then. I don't think it would have ended well telling Peggy she can't come to church or she can't go to her other church, which was at West Coast Village. She used to, that was her church, to pray for everybody there. But she, he used to say to her, pigs, you've got to send bricks up to heaven. You see, he had such an idea of eternity. It wasn't about the now. Send bricks up to heaven. You see, when we build his house, he's going to build ours. There is no doubt of that. And then finally, the last nugget that I want to touch on is watch and pray. Watch and pray. Matthew 6, 26, 41. Watch and pray so that you will not fall, away, fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And then finally, two chronicles. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, turn from their sin, turn from their wicked ways and turn to me, I will heal their land. God, don't you find it interesting, there's always a condition If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, then I will. There's always a condition in the Lord. So my prayer that as we go into 2024, which has already started at a pace, that we truly listen carefully to the Holy Spirit, to his word, and that we would travel lightly this year. And as I mentioned about this toolbox, I have something in here for our visitors, which you can come and get from me after after this. I mean, I'll be up front, and it's it really what it is. It's a reminder of the scriptures, and it's a little pocket Bible that I want to give you, put in your pocket. Just as a reminder that this is the first day that you've visited Josh Jen. And it's a reminder that we look at the scriptures. It's a reminder that some of these things that we've read today, that we'll be mindful of them and that we will seek him and seek the Lord. Galatians 5.22, I'm going to end with this. The fruit of the Spirit, which you'll find in here. You'll find that scripture in here which is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Father, help us to live according to your word. Help us, Lord, to listen carefully and to travel lightly as we enter this year. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. I'll hand back to Clary.